Thanks for listening to the Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. And so, get a plan, get a strategy, number one. Number two, another natural thing that, that actually fights increase is procrastination. Wait, let's talk about that later. <laughs> right, right. Let, let, let's not go there. Let's, <laughs> let's not do else. that. So, you Maybe know. my manana. Yes. Like, baby, you said, you know, our theme this year should be just do it now. Do it now. <laughs> you know? Do it now. Right. Um, but what some don't realize is that procrastination is actually based in pride. Mm. And you say, what? How is that? Because... It is based in perfection, which is pride. A lot of times, and I would say most of the time, people don't want to do something like when they should or whatever. It's it, There's always an excuse, right? Uh, well, I don't know how to do it. Um, I don't have the time. I don't have all of the things. I, oh, I don't know. I got to ask someone else. For, you know, you, you want to move at your pace, but you don't want to move when the Lord tells you to move. And it's a problem. And God can't increase you if you're not willing to be able to to move in that way. You know, um, I just have to say this. You know, God does not make a second set of instructions because of your unbelief. And because of your, I'm just going to do that later. Okay, Lord, that's a great idea, Lord. That, that okay, I know that's your will and your plan. Um, let me just finish this thing first or whatever. No, you understand, God just moves on. He just looks for an available person. And so you actually are kind of shooting yourself in the foot in a way. In order for us to increase, we have to move when God says to move. Well, well. You know, it's just like with, you know, Elijah, you know, in 1 Kings chapter 17 there, it talks about how, you know, the way that the Lord provided for him for a season was the raven brought him food, and then he was by the brook Cherith for the water. Well, that began to dry up. Things changed. And then the Lord gave him the next set of instructions. Well, if he would have said, because some people will say this, well, I know that the Lord told me this is the place I'm supposed to be, and the Lord told me this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but does that mean, do you think that that instruction was literally for the whole rest of your life? Many things are not actually. And sometimes we just want to camp out and just keep doing this same thing over and over and over again. And therefore the Lord's not able to increase. We're not even in the right place where we need to be. And so, sorry, I have the hiccups. I don't know why. (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe that Egyptian frog that was in my throat has jumped into yours now. No. Things go a little weird when you're fasting sometimes. This is true. But so Elijah could have said, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just camping out here because Lord, this is what you told me to do. But no, the Lord actually gave him instruction that seemed kind of impossible um, that he would go to a widow woman and she would provide for him because what is a widow woman going to have? And of course, even when he got there, the widow woman did not, there was no indication that the Lord had spoken to her. Now the Lord said he had, but she wasn't in just embracing that or or by her actions she wasn't real convinced i guess anyway elijah not only was 
was a provision for him, but most importantly, it was an amazing miracle provision for her and her family. And so that's what, what he had to do. So increase doesn't just benefit you. It benefits other people around you because that's always what the Lord does. But we're, we've got to be obedient, of course. Got to move with God. Yeah. And when he says move. Yeah. And if he says, you know, the east side or the west side, you've got to be, you got to show up exactly. You have to be, yeah, very specific. When in your movements, when God is specific with his directions. And so don't be, don't be afraid to say, no, that's not exactly what God said for me to do. This is it. Um, A lot of times God will speak some things directly to us. And because somebody else who didn't hear from God, hears you talking about the plan God gave you and they begin to offer suggestions. Yeah. And And they can hijack your vision or hijack your command and you won't see the results then. Um, And so you have to, you have to be intentional to do exactly that's what that's what the word of the Lord to Joshua in Joshua chapter one. You know, don't go to the right or to the left. You have to do exactly what my word is to you. Yeah. Um, and so you know, and you'll you'll have some people that'll question you and say, "Well, what, why are you doing it that way?" Or you know, and, and so you know, maybe if you're a person and you you haven't been a tither or a giver, and you say, "You know, in 2024." I'm going to I'm going to be con- I'm going to be a consistent tither, mm-hmm. and um, and so you you tell a friend or a family member or something like that. You know what God's really dealt with my heart, and, and I'm going to start tithing. Well, what's that mean? Well, I'm going to you know ten <clears> percent <throat> of all of my increase. Um, I'm going to the, the Lord that the cough the top. The Lord gets that, and they say, oh, well, yeah, that's a little that's a little crazy. That's Don't a little you think radical. You should wait until you're out of debt to do that. Or, or maybe just do two or three percent. Yes. Yeah. Work well, up that's to not it. a tithe. Right. <laughs> a tithe. A tithe. Tithe means 10%. Yeah. Okay. And so you, anything less, that's not tithing. And, and so you're not honoring God. You're not honoring the word of God. And so you cannot expect to see the blessing of the Lord or anything that he says because you're not doing all of his word. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people want to do a portion of the word. Right. Remember, if partial obedience is disobedience, delayed obedience is disobedience. Right. So we have to do everything that God speaks to us, speaks to us, to us. <laughs> you almost sound King James there know, for a minute. I'm getting a th- <laughs> the kingest James on us. Um, and so like she referred to uh, Elijah when uh, in first Kings 17, when he said, you know, I want you first of all to go to the brook Cherith. Um, he had to, he had to go exactly and do that. And when Cherith dried up, he had to go to Zarephath because that's where the Lord told him to go. He couldn't go to Sidon or to Tyre or to anywhere else at all. Um, it had to be this one place, and that's the only place where God provides. It's a commanded blessing, mm-hmm. and so God commands his blessing in a particular place, and, and, and you, have to, you have to 
show up to the place where God will provide. Jehovah Jireh. Everybody loves Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh is a place. Mm-hmm. And and to see his provision, you have to be in the place where he is providing. Mm-hmm. Are you in that place? Are you in that? That's part of your plan. That's part of your strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in the place that God, that God has told me to be. I mean, if he told you to be in Bible college and you're out there doing something else, you're not going to see what God says you want to see. You, right. He has for you. If, you know, if whatever it is, if you're not in your place, you're not in the place where God's commanded you, you're not going to see the blessing. And if you're waiting for everything to be perfect for you to move into that place, you're not going to see it either because there's actually no perfect times. Oh, there isn't, right. And and a lot of times people procrastinate because, well, it just yeah. isn't, this isn't the best right. time. Well, you know, okay, I'll wait about three months, and then in three months there's something else that comes up. Right. There's always something else. There's right. always a, a reason, an excuse for you to procrastinate, and, and, and you lose the momentum. Right, and of course, and if, if of course the devil knows, if that's all it takes is some, like, little, you know, lame thing, um, to throw in your path that you go, Oh, nope, that's not the right time because of this. Of course he'll do that. I've seen him do that time and time again with people. It's like they, they know that they're okay. Next, next quarter I'm starting a Bible school. Oh, then, Oh no, my mom got sick. I can't do it. And then, uh, Oh no, my car broke down. Oh no, my, you know, I mean, it's just instead of being like, okay, Lord, this is what you it's called what you me to do. to do. This you're going to make a way. It's like simple faith, but it is big determination. And it will get tested. Oh, Even absolutely. after you step into place, oh, it'll, you'll get tested. You'll always get tested when you follow the plan of God. But you've got to be determined. No, I heard from God. That's why actually God spoke to you. You need that word yes. to be able to go forward. That's so true. To wrap we, your faith around that's it. That's been us. I mean, that's yes. the story of our life. I mean, you hear from God and you begin to move in a direction and you hit a wall or somebody hits you or, you know, something, you know, it's just like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this. Well, you know what? This was the word of the Lord that came to us. And so this is what's going to happen. And you just are determined. No, I'm going to stick to it. We're going to go forward. This is what God said. No matter what, we don't, we don't give up. We don't back off in the name of Jesus. Everything is changing. Yes, absolutely. You know, everything that we've done in ministry when the Lord spoke to us to do it, there was like a number of excuses that we could have given. We could have said, well, we don't have the money for that right now. Like literally nothing that we've done. Have we ever had like all the money? No. And, and I'm sure I, I believe that there will be things coming up where that's the case, but I'm just saying that if you're waiting for everything to, to just be there and be ready for you to move, you, you may then never move. What are you going to do then? How do you answer to the Lord for that? Yeah. Because we haven't had, I mean, many times it's, it's like we don't have the staff to do that. We don't have like the resources. We don't have the knowledge. But we just said, okay, Lord, we will do our part. This is what you've said. So we will step forward and we fully know and expect, of course, that the grace is going to be there, the provision, the help, whatever it is that is needed, we call that in. See, the Lord gives you direction, but he expects you to use your faith to get there. And so there's things that you have to do in the natural. You've got to declare things out of your mouth, but obviously you've also got to, you know, we've had to gain wisdom in areas, gain knowledge. Um, We've had to ask other people, hey, uh, for, you know, experts, for, 
you know, advice or help. And then of course we weigh that against what the Lord has spoken and what the word of God says. We're always, those are our first things we're always led by, but don't think that just like, okay, the Lord goes, okay, this is what you need to do. And so then it's like, you know, every, the C parts before you, you don't have to exert any additional effort. You don't have to use any more faith. It's all like so easy. You know, I'll just step into ministry. I'll just be so awesome. I'll just be traveling around the world and preaching to people. Everybody will love me. I'll never have any times off to use my faith or overcome anything that that is like such a fantasy it's not true at all so understand that like if you you have an understanding like if the lord says do it then i do it now unless he says he shows you a plan and and you ask him in that same prayer lord show me your timing okay but the thing is is that the vast majority of people do nothing And the Lord doesn't, you know, he's not one typically, I'll just say that he just, he might show you vision and that's out of ways, but when he gives you specific direction, it's not for like years down the road. The Lord does not like to waste his, his time with what he, he speaks to you or what he shows you. Now you need to be solid in the fact that he's spoken to you because you're going to be tested on that. You're going to go through because whether things you're in the perfect will of God or it's just life or whatever, you're still going to have things that try to come against you. Yeah. But he said, be of over good cheer. I've overcome the world. Like I've already taken it. He said, there's no temptation that, that other people haven't already faced. And I'm always the one that's going to deliver you out of the temptation. Right. So he's going to give you a way out of circumstances, but, but our job cannot be the way of procrastination because again, Mm. that's a thing that fights increase because increase is for those that are going ahead, that are, that are stretching forth that are like, okay, I'm pressing in here. I'm doing things in the natural to accommodate and set me up for increase. Amen. Amen. Another thing that, um, that holds people's back, that holds people's <laughs> holds people back that fight increase is a lack of creativity. Yes. It's very important to uh, your God is a creative God. Just kind of yes. step out of your house. Okay. Because your house <laughs> is a reflection of you and what the mess that you know, you'd wanted it to be, but if you will, if you will look outside, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's a palace and you live in a wonderful place, but I want to tell you what God has is better than what you have. And so if you just step outside and take a look at things, you will see your God is a very creative God. Now, let me tell you something else. Your God lives inside of you. (laughs) Yes. Stop saying I'm not creative. I can't do anything creative. Yeah, you can. You just got to you've got to tap into the creativeness that God would have for you to to have, you know, be a part of your life or be a part of what he's doing inside of you. Um Isaiah 32:8 in the classic amplified translation says, "But the noble, open-hearted and liberal man devises noble things, and he stands for what is noble, open-hearted and generous." He devises noble things. He's a creative person, okay? And so you need to allow God to do more in you. Stop, again, making excuses for a lack of creativity. Just say, you know what? I'm going to learn how to be creative. Yes. 
You know, I told the story on um, Sunday, but how I, my natural personality, I, I have not considered myself a creative person at all. You know, you have, you have people that like, you know, they're, they're so great with playing like musical instruments or singing or art or like making things. I mean, you could give them, you know, two pieces of paper and the next thing you know, they've got like this amazing little, you know, origami sculpture they've made or whatever it is, you know, I mean, and they didn't even like look at anything. They just like came up with it or, or he gave them a pencil and they like drew you and it wasn't like you know like i draw you know stick figure people um it was like really you know amazing or yeah or you um you know people that are really great at like you know decorating you know homes and and places and you know imagining how things could look or you know painting a mural or giving you ideas and everything like that um which is such a blessing i that's that's just not my natural you know giftings or anything like that and i used to say you know because um when you know you need you really actually for just fun in life or whatever you need creativity yeah, it should do. actually flow out of you like you shouldn't be a boring person but anyway um and i used to say oh i'm just not a creative person i just can't see that i don't know i don't have any ideas and one day the holy spirit like spoke to me very strongly stop saying that and I thought, well, I mean, it's really? the truth. I mean, what, what, you know, but the Holy Spirit, see, I was limiting increase in my life and I didn't even realize it because the way I was thinking and what I was saying, and it was based upon, you know, what factual information that I had, but understand that the truth will always supersede and change any fact in your life. And the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm creative and I'm on the inside of you. And so I just realized, oh my goodness, this is an area I need to learn to yield to the Holy Spirit. And so I just began asking the Holy Spirit for ideas. Show me things. And then I also do things in the natural. You know, I'll, and there's nothing wrong with using tools or, you know, whatever. Some people are think that they're like so, you know, spiritually minded, so to speak, although it's not actually spiritual, uh, an accurate spiritual um they'll just you know they think i can only read the bible i can only do this which that's the paramount thing yes but there are so many tools in the natural that you can use to help you and so i you know realize that there's you know ways that i can look and i can get ideas and i can and the holy spirit sometimes will give me an idea but then i need another way to be able to convey that to somebody else so then there's you know things you can you can do you can use for that you know you need creativity really in raising kids even like you don't have to be like a boring mom or boring boring dad or grandma or grandpa or whatever ask the holy spirit to you know to to give you ideas even with teaching them and everything you know some one like super simple thing that i'm sure you know other people obviously have have done and maybe you've done yourself if you you know homeschool your kids or help them you know when it comes to you know when it came to like um time to teach my kids about you know money specifically in our currency you know dollar bills and five dollar bills and coins what each of them were and and the principle of like how you buy stuff and and you get change back and things like that you know, one of the things that like within throughout all the homeschooling years, my kids still talk about is like when we would play store, 
You know, we yeah. would, we would go and I would actually in our, um, in our pantry. pantry, I would, I would go in there and I would put little stickers on the cans and the loaf of bread and what prices were. And that they would have a certain amount of money that they would get. And we would, you know, we learned what that was. And okay, you know, you got to go shopping and this is, you got to make a shopping list. You know, you t- you're teaching them several things, you know, how to budget, how to shop for things, what, what things, what things are, you know, um, how to make change. And then they would make change for, you know, um, um, but all of that was was not only did they were learning all this stuff, not actually even really realizing it because they were just having fun because they liked doing it and it really stuck with them. And, and it was just something something like that. The Holy Spirit said, do this, you know, and if you listen to him, he'll help you with the most practical things Very true. that you actually need. And it will help you even in a lot of people honestly just need you need your thinking expanded. You need your, and I'm not talking about doing that in a weird way, some new age way, some, you know, smoke some, you know, something, some drug so that you can be far out in your mind. That's not at all what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is sometimes people are so, they think in such a small way that the Lord literally cannot increase them. It's like if he gives them an idea, immediately they shut it down because their first thing is like, oh, well, I don't know anybody that know, that that um, operates in that or I don't have enough money for that or oh, well, that'd be nice for somebody else, but I could never do that. You know, you, you got to shut all that stuff down exactly that limits right. increase and ask ask the Holy Spirit, give you creativity, give you ideas. What can, what can we do here to increase in this area? Amen. And it... You know, he may speak some things to you that, well, they will be out of your comfort zone. Oh, for sure. That's because a great you live, point. you live in your comfort zone. Just you, you admit it, okay? Um, because that's you've built you built something around you the way you live and everything like that. But if God is going to increase you, He's going to show you some new things, some new ways. Yes, and something that you know it'll you know, it'll cause your head to tilt. Like, wow, I have no idea that I would need to do this or do that. This is very stretching for me. I've never tried anything like this. This is dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's a risk. Right. It's It's a a risk. risk. And I want to tell you, any time you're going to increase, you're going to have to take a risk. Absolutely. You are. Okay. And so, and so get prepared. It's a risky year, but it's a year of increase. (laughs) Yes. And, and really when it comes down to it, if it's something that the Holy Spirit is leading us to do, the Lord has spoken to us, or we've just like within the, the word of God, you know, the Lord leads us many different ways. But when we know that he has shown us something or spoken to us mm-hmm. about something, it's actually not a risk. It, in the natural, it feels like it, but I'm telling you because the word of God is so sure. He is so sure, and he is always about you increasing. So it, at, well, it was so good what you said, babe, about comfort zones, because if you're going to increase where you were at, it would have already happened. Mm-hmm. But see, it hasn't happened. You need to step out of the Something comfort zone in an area. And this so applies to people, whether they're starting new things or whether you may have a very established business, you may, um, you know, have a medical practice or, you know, you may have a school, all different types of things that you, that you do. 
but the Lord actually wants to increase you and you've got to, you've got to take a risk in the natural. You've got to step up. You've got to embrace a new idea, some new, new creativity. Maybe you've got to hire some new staff. I don't know what it is, but the Lord has a way for you to increase and don't, don't just be satisfied. Sometimes where people are just, you know, they get, they get blessing or they get to the point where all their needs are met and they're comfortable financially. We've got enough for retirement. We've got enough to, you know, have a nice lifestyle or whatever. And then it's like, they just like, I don't know, plateau. They totally plateau. Yeah. Okay. Very true. You've got to get out of that. You've got to take a, a huge step because again, you're going to, you're preparing here for increase and you're coming against things that cause you and hold you back from increasing. And this kind of leads into, unless you have something else you want no, to say. No, the story. Okay. Share the story. Yeah. I wanted to, I shared um, a story on Sunday and I want to Very share good. it with you guys as well. Maybe you're aware of it, maybe you're not, but you know, there's a, there's a hot new product out, um, especially for ladies. Um, and it's, it's a, it's made by Stanley, the company Stanley, and it's, it's a thermos, like a, a to go one. It's got a straw. Um, you know, it's, it's fairly tall, you know, a lot of, if it's all over social media. Okay. And so, um, anyway, um, it's really at Christmas time, very hard to buy them. You know, these, it's basically just, you know, Stanley, when they're a 110 year old company, okay. And they, they have a solid, you know, a solid, base and everything. Obviously they've been going for, you know, 110 years. And in 2019, so about four years ago, um, their sales for the year was $73 million. Okay. So a good size company. And, and I, I mean, I remember my grandfather actually having one of these Stanley thermoses. And every time we went out, like if we were going to go camping or we were going out for, you know, the day, like, um, all day or whatever, you know, he was going to have the Stanley thermos. Often they had coffee in it because the top of it, you know, we could come off as, as like a a cup cup. or whatever. Yeah. It was like the lid to it. It's like this army green color, you know, they're like super like sturdy, very well-made stuff. You know, Mr. Stanley, he came up with some new technology on the, the whole, I think he had the, I don't know if he has the patent on it or whatever, but it was, you know, how to vacuum seal and everything with this container. And so it was like, you know, for that time, obviously cutting edge. Now, of course we have have different things, you know, different brands that, that do, you know, the similar things. But anyway, Stanley has catered to pretty much like working class men, um, military one, you know, um, and also occasional use things like camping or hiking or whatever. Well, you know, there's three ladies and they have this blog and they also have an Instagram account and it's called, um, the buy guide, B-U-Y. And so they recommend like great products and things like that. Well, one of the ladies, she actually had one of those Stanley type, you know, thermos things, which, um, you know, like I said, they're for the most part back then, you know, 2019 or whatever, they didn't, they weren't having like a lot of like new things coming out or Mm -hmm. they're mainly just catering, you know, to a certain audience. And so, but this lady on there, she was like, man, this, this thermos is so great. It works so well. And I'm just gonna, I'm going to get one for you ladies. And anyway, because of their influence and audience, you know, that they were, and they all loved it and they were really recommending it. 
people kind of started, you know, buying some. Well, then they heard that Stanley was actually thinking about, you know, possibly disconnecting or discontinuing that and everything. And so these three ladies said to the company, hey, you know what? We have an idea for you. I mean, we really think that, you know, you've got a great product and everything like that, but maybe you just need to like realize that you should cater actually to a different audience. Maybe Mm -hmm. you should put out something that would be more to like ladies because they're the buyers for the families and everything. Thing. ladies you know do something that would fit the age group of like 25 to 50 years old because these are the main you know they're going to buy for their husband they're going to buy for their families for themselves you know mm-hmm. blah 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 and so um and at first you know stanley's like well you know we do have the one cup and we're, we're not we're not like getting rid of it right now but you know we don't really work with outside groups and stuff okay so they're fighting connection initially, right? And this is one of the things we've talked to you about, that when God wants to do something new through you, he often and most likely will introduce you, connect you with somebody new to help you and to, and to, and you can do that the same for other people. You'll, you'll do that as well out of your life. We've done that many times. And so such a blessing. So Anyway, at first they were just like, well, we don't work with outside groups and everything. And our suggestion to you is because, you know, you, you, you recommend the product, you've got a buying audience. We'll let you buy from us wholesale. We'll sell you 10,000 cups at a wholesale price. Okay. So for these ladies, they could have said, uh, that's not even what we do. And they said in their article, I I read, they said it was such a risk for us because overnight, literally we're thinking, okay, if we buy 10,000 cups, that's, that's, that was a big outlay for them. Money wise, we have to get a warehouse. Where are we going to put these cups at? We've got to figure out how do we sell these cups? Because they, they literally thought, are we going to be the us three ladies? Are we going to be stuck with these cups? Yeah. For the rest of our life, trying to like sell them, give them away at birthday parties. Like what are we going to do? You know, or like how, how how, they, they said, we we didn't know. We didn't know if we'd be able to get rid of 10,000 cups. And also if people want to buy them, we're not set up to like ship products out and do all this kind of stuff. So they said it was a big risk, but it was one we felt like, yeah, let's just go for it. So they go for it. And they said with, it took them about five days or so to get rid of the first 5,000 cups. Well, that was astounding to them. Huge. But then an hour to get rid of the next 5,000. So it's like it just began to multiply the thing. And so then it gets Stanley's attention and they're like, and in the meantime, Stanley actually was getting in a new president and one who was very open to new marketing things and stuff like that. So again, you've got a forward thinker, someone, and they realized we cannot procrastinate on this. That was one of their key things. We've got to move on this. Where you see momentum, we've got to move on it. But we don't have this, and we're not used to doing this. No, we're going to find a way to make this work. And so basically they just, they, they flew the ladies in and they said, give us your ideas, give us what you should do. And so basically they came up with, you know, this Stanley tumbler with the straw thing that comes now in tons of colors. And it's like they have social media has embraced it. Of course, things like TikTok, it is all over like by hundreds and hundreds, almost a billion, I think, views, you know, and things. And it that's literally, that's not even them doing the marketing. That's people getting a hold of something and pushing it. And it's just like, it became, it's kind of like a fad thing. In a way, it's kind of dumb if you think about it. But I, and I'm not, I'm not using the illustration to, um, so that you go and come up like, okay, let me think of the, what's the, what's the greatest new fad product I can come up with? I mean, maybe the, maybe you're in a business that does that kind of thing, but I'm trying to show you out of 
this different actions that the people took and a different way of thinking and to help you expand your thinking. Because anyway, they started, Stanley then started moving to doing like collabs, collabs with, you know, different influencers and, and other popular brands and things like that. And so it became that like, okay, when they would launch a new color, it was like all the rage and it would immediately sell out. Like we've got this, like if you tried to buy one at Christmas, most places were like sold out. You have to go online or all the good colors were sold out. Let me just say, unless you got it, you know, early enough or whatever. And who's, who's thinking initially that somebody's going to spend like 35 or $45 on this great container. But now, believe it or not, they have surpassed everybody. They're the number one person, number one company in the U.S. for this type of drink containers ahead of Yeti and everything else. So it's like crazy amazing. And just to illustrate the increase, now four years later, they said at the end of 2023, we will have our projected one that we believe our income will hit is $750 million. So they went in four years, Pretty huge 2019 difference. from being 73 million to now 2023, 750 million because they took a risk. They didn't procrastinate. They said, we've got to have some creativity. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to cater to a new audience. We're going to put out there what, what they want. And of course the ladies went for, not that it was just colored, it was functionality that they went for as well. So they had to say, it's got to be in a cup holder. It's got to have a handle. It's got to have a straw, all these kind of things. So I'm saying all that to say this, that of course, creativity will lead to increase. If they didn't, if they didn't, you know, again, if they just procrastinate or they said, no, no, that's not what we do. We only cater to this and we've been around 110 years. So you should just listen to us. And, and I'm not saying that they would have gone out of business. I'm not at all. But do you see that increase is if a secular company can do this and you are a child of God, Okay, you have the creator of the universe living on the inside of you. He has the power you need. He has the creativity you need. He has the wisdom, the knowledge. He has the connections that you need. He'll connect you with other people. So do not just pull back. Do not Mm -hmm. just, you know, say, oh, I think I'll just do, that would be a nice idea. You know, a lot of people, they'll even get like a dream from God, but they won't put anything in place in the natural. They and it, and it, maybe you've heard the saying, but a dream without any plan or without any structure is simply a fantasy. Very true. Why is it a fantasy? Because it's not going to happen. Because you don't have anything in the natural, any structure put up, or anything that you need to do to be able to accommodate growth, to be able to facilitate increase, to be able to go forward in a positive direction. Amen. Wow. That's encouraging. That's exciting. Yeah, it should be for each one of us. Yeah, if you'll if you'll hear that and you'll allow yourself to be challenged and not not let it condemn you or or you know set you back, but like, wow, this is what I need to do. Right. I need to step out in faith and follow the plan of God and be diligent. Allow God's creativity to work through me, allow the grace of God to work through me, allow myself to be obedient and and stick to what God tells me to do I'm going to see increase in 2024. Yes, it will absolutely. Happen. And and you just know from from the start like we we talked about that first of all this is your spiritual right, okay? This is not you you can't 
you can't fully increase if you don't think that it's God's will or that God wants to keep you. Some people think, you know, he wants to keep me down. He wants to keep me humble. He, you know, if I, I might get a big head if I had a lot of wealth or, or a lot of employees or a big ministry or whatever. Okay. If, if that's the way that you think, then right now pray this, say, Lord, burn out of everything out, every bit of pride out of me, burn out things that, that if that would cause me to think that I'm the one who did this or whatever, and, and then go forward, like just deal with whatever it is that is holding you back. Right. Cause it's God's plan to increase you. That's yes. he stated that throughout the word of God, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. And for the body of Christ, we need you to increase. Amen. Okay. If you're in a place that comes against increase, that comes against the blessing of God, you can't increase in that. Let me just mm. say that as well. Okay. So sometimes it does deal with cutting off different, I mean, relationships or bad influences, bad influences, ungodly influences. Yes. And they're not, they don't line up with the word of God. Yes, that that's so true. It's like, you know, and sometimes you can you can be around people that they're, they're nice people, they're great people, but if they're holding you back from where you're going, then you've got to be able to make a change. And again, you can do that in the right way. The Holy Spirit will help you. We've even, you know, talked about that before, but I'm just saying that you have to feel the urgency. There's a reason why the Lord gave us this right at the beginning of the year, because he wants to increase us. And we're making it ourselves, we're making adjustments. And we re-look yeah. at things Amen. all the time. Okay, is what we're doing with homeschooling kids, is that most effective? Is what we're we doing it right with what we're doing with the church in our marriage? Like we will address every area. Where do we need to increase? Where do we need to adjust? Let's look at this budget again. Let's let's cut out this expense. Let's let's make room for this. Let's plan for this. And and all the while, we're asking the Holy Spirit to lead us. Remember, this is all a part of stewardship. And stewardship increases. It does not increase. Godly stewardship always goes to the next level. And God Amen. has promotion, and he has blessing for you. Amen. And so I want you to just to declare again, this is my year of increase. It's my year of bounty, and it's my year of God's goodness and his blessing and his increase. 2024 is an amazing year for me. Amen. In Jesus' name. And then say this also, do it now. Do it now. <laughs> yes. Do it now. All right. Hey, we love you so much. Yes. Thank you for listening to us here on the Last Days Podcast. And you're going to hear us again here coming up very soon. So we love you. God bless you. Check us out on Instagram. Come see us here in Johnson City. And we can't wait to be able to connect with you in a supernatural way. God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Yes. Love you. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com, that's riveroftricities.com, and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.